everybody. Welcome back to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward, joined again by Tim May and Jeremy Birmingham for Rapid Reaction, brought to you by Buyers Auto. Uh, the, the stuff to react to starting to come fast and furious, Tim, and that that's a good sign that maybe a big decision is looming. But Ryan Day uh, really kicked it up a notch. He'd been largely silent uh, for the last month. He had been advocating strongly around that first vote in August and, and pushing to play or at least delay uh, to late September and then try to have a season. He, he's broke out of that silence, published a statement uh, first to Twitter on Thursday and then sent out to the rest of us here in the media targeting that mid-October date and then asking that simple question, why can't they play? Yeah. I mean, our players want to know why can't they play the finish of that. And just reading it again gave me chills. I mean, I, I got to admit, it gives me chills to, of a head football coach at Ohio State being that audacious. You know, it, as I tweeted, it, you know, in my opinion, the masks are still up, you know, because of COVID-19. But the gloves have come off in the Ohio State corner. They're ready to fight for their season. And by their season, they're not talking about a late January season. They're talking about being able to be in contention for the national for the college football playoffs. And the only way you're going to be in contention in that regard is by starting sometime in mid-October, uh, preferably earlier October, but mid-October and on. And it looks like Ryan Day is now ready to fight for it. Yeah. And Tim, we'll, and we'll get to this. Um, you and I have both been doing a number of uh, or d done a number of digging, a lot of digging into what that date might be for the return to play model. Right now, uh, the sources I've talked to think that would now be around October 17th. We can get into that a little yeah. bit. Um, but, Berm, you've talked a number of times about the passion uh, that Ryan Day doesn't often show publicly that exists and burns brightly uh, behind closed doors or when he's with his team. Um, I really thought that over the last couple of weeks as the petitions and the lawsuits and uh, you know, all the protests mounted that, you know, maybe it would help. You know, Jim Harbaugh went out publicly and spoke with his team last week that maybe he needed to do something. This is the path he chose. He, he doesn't, he's not always comfortable, you know, showing that anger in public, but if you're not going to do it now, when that vote looms, it'll be too late. Yeah. I mean, for, for coach day, for coach James Franklin at Penn state, who also on Thursday was very, very, adamant about the fact that the league is failing its members. Uh, I think it's time that these guys understand that maybe right now the presidents are the ones holding the cards, but the coaches are the ones that people are paying money to see play the game. Okay. And these guys have an opportunity to step up and say, Hey, you got, and this is what we talked about uh, on Wednesday, Austin, at some point, these coaches hold the leverage and, and, and down the line, right? Like the players hold the leverage over coaches, coaches hold leverage over these presidents. At some point, at some juncture, if they really want to play, and understanding the ramifications, not just for the local communities, the, the economies, um, this season, the, the future of the Big Ten, at some point, maybe you're going to see coaches stand up and say, hey, if you guys don't want to play, we're out of here. Like, there, there, is, there is leverage that they have. And I'm not suggesting Ryan Day was going to that extreme, but we saw him a month ago uh, the day before the Big Ten decided to cancel its season, uh, go on ESPN and implore them nationally, don't cancel, just postpone. Let's, let's get back to the table and figure this out. Five weeks later, the Big Ten still has given nobody any sort of plan, nobody any sort of context, and, and the, the big question of why. Why can't they play? And at this point, the cards have to be on the table for everyone to see. And if they're not, I think you're going to see more coaches 
step up and do what he did. And I, you know, again, I'm going to go back to James Franklin. Penn State did not vote to play football, um, you know, when this started five weeks ago. So the fact that James Franklin is publicly speaking out uh, against his school president is a good thing. Jim Harbaugh doing that is a good thing. These guys have the power and they need to use it. Tim? Yeah, I, uh, uh, you got to remember, most of these guys are the highest paid public employees in their respective states, number one. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure that if they don't get to play that they're all out of here. I think I would disagree with Burham on that because where are you going to go for $7 million a year, you know? <laughs> uh, there are a lot of openings out there for those jobs. Uh, but, but the bottom line is I agree with Burham on this. I mean, they are flexing their muscle maybe like they should have in, in Moss uh, three or four weeks ago uh, when the can got kicked down can got kicked down the street and they weren't for it at all. And, uh, you know, these guys know better than anyone the shape, the situation for their teams and the environment that their teams are practicing and working in. And like I've, we've said on here before, and I've said on my podcast, probably the most sanitized um, place in the in their in their time frame is going to be when they play on Saturdays, because that means you're going to have players who have very recently passed tests saying that they're they are negative for COVID-19, and so. Why? What is the reason why you aren't playing? If in fact you're going to limit attendance, well, that's you know that's up to your governors of your respective states. But that doesn't mean you can't play football, as Ohio's high schools have shown. As you're down in Texas right now on a quick trip there, Austin, they're playing football in Texas in staggered ways, but they're playing. And of course, University of Texas, I think, opens this weekend. But there's there's no good reason why they can't at least try to play or make a good faith effort for that and be part of this uh, college football playoff uh, 2020 Derby. Yeah, maybe Tom, maybe Tom Allen doesn't have opportunities to make money around the, okay. But Ryan Day, James Franklin, Jim Harbaugh, these guys could go anywhere they wanted tomorrow and be more than okay. And I, again, I agree, obviously they're not going to stand up and walk out the door, but I think that these, these presidents, and the schools that are employing them, understanding the ramifications if these guys aren't playing football, have to listen. They yeah. have to listen. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, you know, and obviously we're, we're going to watch the Big, uh, the Big Ten. The uh, NFL kickoff tonight, uh, you can play football. Uh, we've also seen teams, uh, games that have been postponed and are canceled here in the first two weeks in college football. But that's, that's the lay of the land right now. You know, I mean, uh, you know, we're going to get in. We're going to have our bold predictions tomorrow on what we think a season could look like, and I'm looking forward to giving you mine. But uh, there's no, there's no etched in stone. You got to play ten or twelve games to make this into a, a viable season. So, and I think that's what Ryan Day is looking at. But there is a moment in time where you've got to start trying to play football, and January is not it. Yeah, there, there were a couple interesting things that you guys both brought up there. One, uh, Tim, I saw. Uh, I don't know if it was a junior high or high school that I drove by this morning, but there was. There was football being practiced in full pads at 7.30 in the morning here in Texas. Yeah. Um, so, and we already know because there have been games when Central Arkansas and Austin P are playing or what we saw BYU and Navy on Monday. You know, the multiple levels are playing. The NFL will be back on Thursday night. Um, football has already been proven that it can safely be played. Now, the other part of that is, yes, there have been numerous games canceled. The Big 12, um, you know, they, they pushed it up to this weekend and several had to be moved back try to play non-conference games. Well, not everybody has the same amount of testing. You saw those issues pop up uh, with Baylor, and then that trickles over 
to the broadcast partners. There are still complications to play, and no one yeah. is predicting that there will not be them in the Big Ten. But the point was, when James Franklin and Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh have been speaking out about this, and Scott Frost, and really those are the only four that have done that over the last month, you can reach your own conclusions about why that might be for some schools and not, not others. But they understand that there could be cancellations or that their rosters might be damaged at times. The games might not be shuffled around, but guess what? The Big Ten built that into the original schedule. They built in the protocol for how to deal with it. The fact that they pulled the plug five days later is what is really driving these people crazy when all they want is the opportunity to play, even if it's imperfect. And I think if, if the Big Ten presidents and chancellors and Kevin Warren are going into the vote, whatever day that that winds up being in the days ahead, and they think that they have to vote to approve a season that will wind up being perfect and uninterrupted and not have any infections, that's not going to happen. You have to go into this and approach it knowing that there will be limitations that will not be the same situation, but that you're making a good faith effort to play the best that you can. There's yeah. no, there is no perfect solution, but there are workable solutions and other leagues are already showing that. Yeah. And you know, just like you and Jeremy, I have people I talk to all the time about this and what the big 10, uh, the medical people on that side of it, what they think they have definitely gotten uh, to, uh, to a, what you'd call a, not even a consensus, but a firm understanding on is number one, the testing, the rapid testing, and number two, the tracing aspect of things. You know, the only real challenge that the Big Ten has been facing the last several weeks is trying to figure out how some of these schools who don't have access to immediate testing for like the uh, cardiomyopathy or myocarditis situation, how other schools can help them uh, deal with that. You know, maybe you can fly a kid or bring a kid from uh, – East Lansing to Columbus, you know, if in fact they can't do it in Ann Arbor, <laughs> but, but they're, but they've been working on that too. And, and presenting to the athletic directors and the presidents like Gene Smith and Christina Johnson, uh, the fact that they think this is workable, but this idea of a vote is what's intriguing to me because if you're a school and you have 10 teams that vote for playing and four that vote not for playing, I'm not sure you, you can have a vote if you follow because you can't hold a gun to teams' heads and tell them you've got to play. What we're, what we're coming to here is a major collision between the teams that want to and think they can safely deal with this situation and maybe a few of the schools that can't. And whether, whether that ends up being a vote, I don't think that's the proper term. But I think you could see the Big Ten, from what I'm hearing, you could see the Big Ten play without necessarily every member participating this fall. Because it has come to that the way I understand it. Yeah. If those schools want to embarrass themselves by sitting out when everyone else in the country is playing for some sort of high ground uh, that doesn't necessarily have any basis in reality, more power to them, I guess. Good luck. It, it, everyone's playing in the SEC. Everyone's playing in the Big 12. Everyone's playing in the ACC. Notre Dame is playing. If yeah. Rutgers wants to sit out, go ahead. It's only further validation that they never should have been in the league to begin with. Yeah, be but, but, but yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. Maybe in that situation with Rutgers that they can't play with a number of limitations that they have. Now, they maybe shouldn't have been in the Big Ten in the first place, but your point is also correct. You know, for what I've said in the last couple of days, we've had this conversation, Berm. If it is two powerhouse programs and one has every amount of money that they could possibly need uh, to play and the president is in the way, that may well be a, a high-minded reason uh, for them to sit out. And they can deal with that fallout if they want. Um, but they – and, and 
I'll cut to it. If the debate is between Ohio State and Michigan here, and they hold all the cards and all the power in this league, like, Michigan should not be able to stop Ohio State from playing this year. They that's just what, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we've got to Austin. I mean, you know, I, I told you guys way back in uh, when August or whatever that that ruling came down, another shoe was going to drop in this thing. You had to let this thing play out. You had to let all of these people kind of come to a, a consensus. But when but then when it's holding you back and it's a majority want to play or try to play, that's the key. Try to play. Are you going to let four, five, six schools keep you from playing? It was it's always going to be the crux of this thing. And and I think now we've uh, the, the time is right now to uh, put up or shut up. There is no good reason for the league to not try and play. And there has not been a good reason for the league to not try and play for the last five weeks. And in the last five weeks, all of the reasons to try and play have improved yes. drastically. So if anything, what we've just seen, and we've talked about it so many times, there are egos that are in the way of, of this from happening and people who need to step up and say, hey, I probably, we probably as a group overreacted, probably overstretched our bounds and are, you know, out of a abundance of caution. But hey, things are improving. We've got these new tests. We've got these opportunities to, to have rapid testing available for everyone in the league. Our bad. Let's, let's get going. I mean, that it's anything else than that is the league absolutely imploding and suffocating itself. And I don't know how you can play football with your head up your ass anyway. Whoa, man, that's a strong comment. But let me say this. Uh, bottom line is, you know, I'm not necessarily rooting one way or the other for this. What, what bothered me, as Austin brought up, was you, brought, you set up this schedule with these safeguards, with this buffer, to where if things did get bad, you could have you could kick the can down the, down the road a little bit without just kicking the can into the, into the ditch. And they decided to kick the can into the ditch. And that's what really bothered me about it. Uh, we're going to continue to have surprises when it comes to COVID-19 until a vaccine comes on board. But that doesn't mean life stops totally. And, uh, but in Big Ten football land, it did. And that's unfortunate. All right. I promise that there's going to be uh, some more opportunity, I think, for rapid reaction presented by Byers Auto in the days ahead. Letterman Row, the full team, is on it, trying to get the latest information to you as soon as we can. Uh, for Ohio State football and Big Ten as a whole. Uh, college football <laughs> obviously kicking into high gear right now. The NFL back. Tim May, Jeremy Birmingham, I'm Austin Ward. We're going to have uh, as much coverage for this as we possibly can provide you along with Spencer Holbrook for the days ahead. Hoping for more good news uh, as things progress here uh, in football and Ryan Day. Uh, the Buckeyes keep fighting and ask, hey, if everybody else is playing, why can't they? This has been Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. Thanks for tuning in at LettermanRoad.com. We will see you next time.